that the king asked the question. Or his standard king asked the question, and that is, why do you need the manifestation of something physical which represents a shit? If a person knows in his seichel that Kodesh Baruch Hu exists, and uh, he understands logically why it has to be like that, so then you can serve Hashem. Why does it need to have something which is fantastic, tangible, visible, by a Novi, that uh, makes it something which either he can see or hear or whatever it would be? But then the question is, from the seichel, the person who comes to the avoid of Hashem, we don't need a physical manifestation of something which is not physical to strengthen our resolve or to our commitment of our decision. So on this, you're going to see the answer of the Chavir and Isaiah. What he says sounds like something very simple, but we'll see that there's a very important insight for our decision which we can learn from. The, the, his... That claim that a person can relate to, to spirituality at an abstract level without anything else. But, once again, Kazari has always doesn't argue with him directly, he's just disproves him from the side. Which philosophers? This was all the philosophers, that they related to Rukhnis as an abstract concept without with, which they didn't believe in the or anything else. They believed they, like we saw at the beginning. Rasta mm-hmm. said that if there's such a concept of a spiritual force, then there's nothing to do with us. It exists in a different reality. It doesn't need to act with us in any way. Oh, they didn't, they didn't want to make it real. They didn't want right. to make it more tangible. Right. And he says, <laughs> we, we know from the nefesh of a person, how a person works, is, <laughs> when a person feels something which, is, which causes him to be afraid, he feels fear. Whereas if you tell somebody about the same thing, you won't be afraid. In other words, someone who comes confronts a situation or an incident which will make them afraid, so then it's a tangible fear. They, the, the, the fear is based on what they're aware of. Whereas if you tell them that there is this dangerous thing around, it doesn't always the same fear. Why? He knows it's there. It's a reliable person telling him. But it doesn't. it's not the same thing, the effect on the person as the actual experience. In other words, if I was walking the streets, I came face to face with a poisonous snake, with a lion, so I'd be afraid. If I'd be walking the streets and someone told me, by the way, there's a lion loose somewhere on the street, I might be worried about it, but it wouldn't be the same shock, like fear that I would feel when I actually confront the, 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 the object which is making me afraid. What's the difference? It's not because I don't believe it, but because the, the person feels much more strongly when he picks up what he senses than what he knows about. And therefore, and the experience itself of confronting something which makes me afraid is much more powerful than knowing about the something which would make me afraid. Same thing. A person can love something which he sees. It's a tzura, let's say. A painting, a landscape, a sunset, whatever it's going to be. If you would describe the scene to somebody, he won't like it as much as if he would be able to behold it. If it's something by a person. The, 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 fact, the fact that I can relate to somebody as a living person that I can visualize, that I can see, is much stronger than a conceptual idea of the same person who I know about, but I've never, I've never seen, I've never connected to. It's kind of a weird martial now, the second one wrote. The first thing that he said was was was, was perfect. Why, why does he have to say another... He's going to talk about Yerenava. Yerenava. And part of it, he's going to say that 
what affects the person's senses is more real to him. As long as it doesn't affect the person's senses. And but he got that point across with the first yeah. mushroom. The year and a half. Don't believe a person who considers himself to be more of a chacham. And he says, no, I just find thinking about it without visualizing anything, without connecting to it in a physical way. He can also get to the whatever level he needs to just with his mind, just with his understanding. He built his Yismech and Morgash without relying on what he can feel. And then it's Bir'ais, Dimyon, Yimilais, Amichtav, Amitsuris, Niris, Amitsamris. What is it that a person can see? Margish, you can sense that you can connect to. He gives an example. An uh, uh, example of something either it's written or a form of something or something you can think about and compare it to that makes it something which is more real by them and something which they just know about as a concept. And he says, you see that a person's ability to think just in abstract terms, in conceptual terms, doesn't work very well. A person wouldn't be able to daven without words to read. And he's calling words something physical that a person can uh, connect a thought or a feeling to something tangible, the words of the tilt. Not necessarily a printed or written word. Right, it's just the word itself. In other words, a feeling that's expressed through words as opposed to through just the idea of what a person wants. We're the same thing. A person can't count without, uh, he calls it dibur, but without having numbers to count with. What does he mean by that? If you have lots of different things and you're trying to count them, so a person needs to rely on numbers, which is one, two, three, four, however many things are. Counting without numbers, decide to work out the amounts, without a side to go with, it's very hard for a person to to work with that. But you didn't have to say, I just did it in my head. I counted 1 to 20 in my head. With I numbers. verbalized them. But with numbers. That's what he the means, num- like deeper? Yeah, yeah, the number is I have, I have a physical concept I'm thinking. I know what a 1 looks like, what a 2 looks like, what a 3 looks like, what a 4 looks like. I'm just racing between them fast. I know them very well. If I didn't have numbers, to count without visualizing numbers would be very difficult. To the extent, you might want to do it. We, we're so used to thinking of an items in the in the, in the amount of numbers that they are. So we think about it in terms of the numbers. If you try, what else would you count in? In other words, if you're trying to count, not things you can see. Just, count, just conceptual, just born. But what's, what does two look like to you? Meaning in my mind, what is it? In my mind, you're seeing a two. Or a three. Because that's uh, we, we picture two, it looks like a two, and three looks like a three. And if we're going to count it together, it's just I'm, I'm adding up. The surah of the numbers, which are, which I relate relate relates to. I mean, I'm pretty sure I just did. I wasn't in. It says people think of the concept with the concepts that they used to see, and therefore I'm, I'm thinking in terms of what I see, because I, I I see things as being tangible things, or or that 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 converts into the way I relate it. And now when I think, I think in terms of tangible things, whereas to think without that, in other words, a completely conceptual way, without that, then it'd be very difficult. That's what he means also. Without without this surah of the numbers, so the the way a person thinks normally is that they learn to do addition. They 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 they're using the numbers in their mind even to add them together to see them in a sequence. Whereas if you talk about random objects, which I'm going to count without some kind of a sequence, which I can visualize, is very difficult. 
in the Yerusalem, no, it's Lo'ya Elicha. And that is without the, the feeling of what, um, <coughs> what gives something a certain physical hergish, a connection, something which you can feel or can sense, that, then either in his mind, with the opinion, or which you connect, or with how he acts, it will be very hard to acquire to put things together. We're talking about how the Navi therefore relates to Hashem's greatness, or his ability, or his kindness, or his chokmah, his life, his kingdom, the fact that he's the king. It has all the titles we refer to Hashem by, and that is the the fact that he doesn't need anyone else, but everything needs him. And therefore, instead of trying for person to try and think about Hashem in terms of another is a Chacham, another is a Rachman, another is Kol Yachal, another is Kachal, another is a King, if there would be a Tzura that a person would be able to conceptualize, it's not in just the abstract, but something that we can, that, that is a symbol of the fact that our Kaddish Baruch Hu possesses all these qualities, even for a second, he says. Berega echod, you see something which shows, it, which makes it something which is more real to them. Vatchunis vaakelim hamorim alichayus, and those things which show that Kodesh Baruch Hu's ability. He had natsuya vechayav shlufa, Hashem's outstretched hand, like the Damascus, or vaish varuch vabrokim varamim v'mashamishim v'mamarik, the lightning, the thunders, the hurricanes, fires, whatever it's going to be, that works by Hashem's decree. Vadibur ayetzim yibaneim ba'azharas v'hoidas mashahayaviyeh, or love you can hear Hashem speak. And therefore, he hears the words, so to speak, Hashem is saying. And therefore, and the fact that the Malachim, the father of Nechraim, is either Malachim or Malachim, but it means that a person, in a spiritual sense, can see the angels or the kings, whatever it's going to be, are humbled in front of Hashem. And you'll be able to see, the Yitzhiya's culture of Chaim And the fact that you'll be able to see, in a spiritual sense, how there's a flow of Hashpah, of Rachim, where Hashem is giving to everything the whole time. Uh, that's the Yasuk Manafli, but Yasuk Manafli, nothing is missing for them. Or here, Hashem acts. And you can see how Hashem is being Magbiya, Hashafil, or Vayashpila, Gavaya, Hashem is raising the level, putting them down. Vayyib Shetimin, the Shavim. So, if a person will be able to see in some way the concept of Hashem bringing the people back in Shiva, and any of these things, or Vayyikra, Alayah, Miyadeh, Yashu, Vinikhim, Alakim, where Hashem reaches out to convince people to be Charat and return to Him. He dethrones kings and he appoints kings. On the front of Aleph, Alpha, Yisham, Shana, it's supposed to be Daniel. And you will see in some kind of a vision the thousands and thousands of Malachim who are all obeying HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what effect can have on the person? Not something that a person knows, but something that a person visualizes in a sense and changes the experience. And I want to tell you a story in the Navi, in Malachim. Which just brings exactly brings this point to life. There was a, at the time of the Melachim of Israel, the Navi was a nation. And there was a time when there was a certain king in Aram who was very kept trying to attack the Jewish people. Chazoyal. Um, as before, it was Benadad. But uh, what happened was in the time of Elisha, the time of the Melachim of Israel. This was after Chorin No, it was before Chorin Bashishan. It was in the time of. Oh, uh, Mark. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So in the time of he kept trying to send surprise forces to attack Israel, but it didn't work because there was a Navi, an issue. 
And he kept telling the king, Ben Adat's going to send the army here, Ben Adat's going to send his army there. So Kleinsch was always waiting for the surprise call. And eventually it says, the king calls him and says, which one of you is, uh, is the spy? Mm-hmm. No one can, how does the king of Israel always prove, no, no way to, I'm going to attack from, he's always waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Must be there's a, like an inner leak when someone who knows what's going on. And all times it's not in the leak, but there's a Navi. And therefore you can plan what you want, the Navi can see it. They told the king. They told the king. So they said, okay, so they're going to capture the Navi. So they found out in the city. They'll know that they're coming. So they found out the city where the Navi was staying. They sent a huge army from the army of Iran to surround the city. And they did. And it says that the Nair of the Navi wakes up in the morning and he looks outside and he sees this around the city there's like this like shine of like, steel all over. And he says, We're surrounded, we're trapped. So he goes right back to Elisha and he says, What are we going to do? And they've caught, they've caught us. Uh, this is a narrow the Navi, it doesn't say who it was. Um, anyway, so, and Taki, they understood that obviously the soldiers had come to catch them, that there was something significant there. And so he says to the Israel, what are we going to do? We've been caught. So Elisha says, don't worry. Rabbi Masheritan and Masheritan. Our army is stronger than this. So that's why I say you have a boy, you can see, like this huge sea of silver helmets and spears and whatever else they had. And uh, no, don't worry, they're stronger than them. So, initial saw there that didn't have much effect on his neck. So he davened. And he says, Hashem, Galeis, Ayyadah. Let uh, open up his eyes and he can see. Obviously, he wasn't, the Nara was, wasn't a Navi, obviously, he was a servant. But, Nisha wanted to help him out. So he davened Hashem, open his eyes and he can see. So Hashem opened up his eyes. And then he saw, and he saw an army of, of angels of fire surrounding Elisha. Thousands of them surrounding Elisha. And now, straight away, the Nara could see, you know, definitely she said, Rabbi Masheritan, Masheritan. They have these soldiers out there, and we've got these thousands of malachim, fire malachim, who are protecting us. And, uh, okay, That's, uh, that was the end of the next. Uh, what, what happened to the soldiers? It's very simple. And this, and this should make them all blind, and then they couldn't see him. He walked them off to Shamran, where they walked right into the capital of the, of the Jewish kingdom. But uh, the point was, the nest was not to destroy the army or to fight. It was just to show the Nile that pointed the money. Love my sherry time, my sherry time. And that's a good example, because if you have a Navi telling you, don't worry, we, we protect them. But it's hard to believe that. I can see steel, I can see soldiers, I can see the artillery and the, and the battery I was over there. But when, when you can see the other side, and you can see thousands of malachim in fire, so you say, yeah, we, we, we're, we're safe, we're well protected. We have to see it. And then what he's trying to say, what a Navi could see in a second would make the Muna so much more real and so much more powerful than a person who understands that there has to be uh, that Hashem is in charge. There has to be that Hashem is a king. And it has to be Hashem is power. But the experience of visualizing it in a second, even for a second, makes it something which is much, much more real by a person. Much, much more real by a person. And even though, like the Chazar explained by Arichos beforehand, that it wasn't this person's really seeing the fear. He was trying to marshal it, but the marshal is good too. The marshal is good too, because it's something which a person can relate to, and therefore something which a person can see. Does he have to know that it's a marshal? Uh, the Navi probably would know it's a marshal. He was great enough to understand it. It doesn't make a difference. The effect it has on the person is much more real than uh, just the conceptualizing the idea. Well, he wasn't really, he wasn't asking the question on the Navian. He was asking the question on, on your average guy. Kalmuchi. 
is asking why did he need to come to well he was asking Miriam Nabim because the, the Qadari explained that the point of Hashem showing things to Nabim was that they could, the conception, they, could, they could connect to the concept through what they could see it wasn't just for us to be able to and then we, 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 we can't see it we're not Nabim we right. told about what the Nabim saw but for the Nabim themselves they saw that so for sure for them it made a tremendous impact so that's what I'm trying to say and then Nukhari is now even for a Nabi you know, even for, we're talking about somebody who doesn't understand that. Oh. Even for somebody as great as a Navi, the, the vision would make an impact. The vision would make an impact. What they could see would affect them. And therefore, he says, wherever the Navi would see Berega Echot, that was enough to make a person afraid of fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the whole of his whole life. And this is a possible. Um, that uh, it says by Hasina. Whoever experienced it had a year of Hashem which never would happen. The, the, the impact was so powerful so that that, was, that, was, that, was, that imprinted itself on them forever. And uh, the Ramarites, the Ramarites, they could never be conceptualized as being Makhdash HaKadosh Baruch Not just himself, because the effect of Harsinai was so strong that even somebody who is ancestor to Harsinai the way that the father would tell the story to his child was, you have no idea. It was, it was you'd see the father shaking when he said it. It was, uh, it was unbelievable. It was out of this world. It was, you, you can't describe. It would have enough of an effect on the child just seeing how it was described that would have it that he would also feel that there is tremendous. And uh, that's the effect of what a person can experience, even though we know we know Hashem mm-hmm. is in control and Hashem is absolute power and Hashem can change the world in a second. We know all that, but it doesn't affect us and bring us to the sense of Yira the same way that seeing it would do that. Which means, we know that Hashem loves us, we know that He's interested in us, He's looking out for us, but if we want to hear Hashem speak to us, it changes, it changes everything. And then it's, uh, it's, it's something which we experience at a different level. And therefore, and this is an interesting point. He says, it's not just that now we needed to see this once to be convinced it was true, but it had an effect on a person that was so powerful it would let stay with him, but at the same time he wanted again. He wanted again, and the reason for that is, and that is because the besides for the the not let's say when a person if a person would ex, would experience something very powerful, so of course they're not going to forget it. It made a big impact on them, but they want to feel the same power again, and therefore they want to repeat the experience. It was, we say in simple words, when a person feels things that strong, he feels more alive. It's a, the impact is, it's like, it's like a jolt to a person. It gives him much the feel of or whatever it's going to be, out of a year, or whatever the middle is going to be. And therefore, besides the fact, it's not something a person is going to forget. But he wants to repeat the experience. He wants to feel that same koyach that same another time. And therefore, he says, his whole life is going to wait to have it again. Uh, the experience of Mamelar Sinai, the Yisrael, besides for the fear that it imprinted on them, but on the other hand, the ability that they had then to hear Hashem speak, remained with them their whole lives. They would wish they could have that again. So why did they tell Moshe that they're at Because of the fear. It was two hearts, like we said. The year was so strong it never left them. But on the other hand, the the, the was so strong that 
know, we wish we could have this again. Obviously, as as someone who would be able to experience it, who would be able to to live with it. Many girls say we die. Right, no, they didn't so want to they die. Had, right, they didn't they, want to they die. Had the body to get to the stage where we could experience that thing. Uh, that was every Navi. And therefore you see that there was a special mind of a Navi who heard Hashem twice. And he says, The fact that Shlema Melech was Zechot to Nebuah two times, that was, that was a big thing. But Amr, because when Shlema's boss says, Shlema brought Karbonus to thank Hashem, Hashem appeared to Shlema two times. In the same uh, Yeah. Uh, it's the same before? No, it was one time. After David died, the second time in Gibbon, after what you want. That was this. It said, Shlomo was able to... Oh, so he's talking about different, different levels. Yes, and Shlomo was able two times to, 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 to the experience. And that was a completely different thing. So then, you know, even though the Emunah would have been there for once, but the fact that, that, that a person who's had that experience wants it again, that was a... That, and he was able the second time, that's a big thing. Nobody only had given one in the past. Depends on the Nabi. There was some of the people who only had one given in the past. There was some of the people who saw him or had the Rav say that every all the Vim had access to the same, to the same, whatever, whatever Hashem was Megal to one Nabi, all other Nabiim also saw. Yes, it's a possible. The possible says in Nicha. Kilas Yas Hashem Lekim Davar Kim God Lesoid and Avodah Nabi, which means Hashem will do something until He's told it. Not just the one Navi, but to all the Navi. If we go Hesterish, that it means that if Hashem is going to do something, even if He tells one Navi to be the messenger, to talk to what He's going to do, the other Navi would know about it. If I get to give marshal to this, I was give a marshal, if you give a physical marshal, if let's say we have a certain radio station, where you could listen in to the orders that the general is giving to one of his soldiers. So everyone else who's on that channel can hear it. Like, but they're not meant to do it. He's telling that person about it, but we heard him say it because we were tuned into the channel. So, somebody, if a person is tuned into the channel of the verse, so to speak, so then they can hear when Hashem speaks. Even if Hashem's not speaking to them, he's speaking to the other Navi, but they can hear what he's saying. Now it sounds like one time, two because times. Because it depends on the level of the Navi. A Navi was on the level that he was always holding by being able to be aware of Ruchnius. Which you would have, I should say, regularly. Which time it wasn't there were some people, no, Shlomo wasn't the one in the Nevi'im. There some people who, like, at a certain time, they like, got got there that they could experience that. That wasn't the level they were always at. And therefore, they got there, like, Hagam Shol by Nevi'im. It was like a big thing. One time, Shol got to that, or two times also, that Shol was uh, at the stage where he was able to connect to that, so to speak, level of Rechnius. It was a big thing. He wasn't he wasn't there standing. Whereas the Nevi'im, who were Nevi'im, Ishaiah, Yechezkel, Chiyashidani, Elish, Eliyahu, whoever it's going to be. So they were always by that. So they were standing in the view. But uh, for a lot of people, that there were, one time it was Zechot that was a big event. That they got the thing, and of course, they would try very hard to get to the second time, because not because they needed it for the emunah, but they needed it for the experience. So therefore, if you think carefully now, the Chazor is saying two separate points. Number one is what a person can experience with his senses, strengthens his emunah. You can't compare what a person can see is much stronger what he hears about. And therefore, we want to see Hashem. You're going to tell us what Hashem said, it won't be nearly as powerful an impact if we can hear it ourselves. Okay, it's too powerful for them. But the, the, the idea is that the, what a person can see or can hear strengthens his emana. And that was all the I wanted to say. Really, his right should have been from the possible. Hashem bases the emana on this that he showed us. Whether it's just in Shrayim or Piyas Yamsuf or Mamun Asinai, I told her, Aisal Adas, you were shown, you saw it. 
It wasn't just that you were taught that and explained it to you. You saw it. And therefore, the, the, the first point that Kazari says is that the, that you can't compare a Muna which is based on Re'ia, on experience, it's so much more strongly entrenched in a person than something which is just understood or is explained to. That's the first point. The second point he says, and this is the, the we just spoke about now, and that is, besides for the fact that the experience would make would mechazek a person's emuna more than anything else, but there's a second point also, and that is, it came with the kayak that a person would always look to do have a second time. And if that's the case, the whereas if it came just from a level of understanding, so then I've understood it. There's no push to try and understand it again. If, if, if intellectually I've understood that it has to be true, okay, I understand that. There's no deep, deep rotten. Let me explain, let me understand it a second time. I understood it already. Mashiach is someone who's an experience, and therefore it, it it has such a strong impact on a person. The person wants to repeat that experience. He wants it a second time, which would be the second point of the uh, Maral says that besides uh, we lost the besides we're losing. The ability to hear Hashem speak. Where we lost two things is, we lost the real level of avas and avanir that a person could have. Because the avanir that a person would get from experiencing the Vua was unparalleled by anything we can do afterwards. Firstly, the year. We don't realize how great Hashem is. And therefore, we know that He's great, that He's powerful, and everything else. We have no concept of what that means. If a person will one time experience the power, the intensity, the force of Akadosh Baruch Hu, it would be a different experience. Is there anything nowadays that we could nothing, somehow... We can try and look for things, but nothing comes close. It's all intellectual. Even the Nevi, once again, even the Nevi. Daniel, when he's got Nevi, says that when the spirit of Nevi uh, came on him, he was terrified so much that he was paralyzed. He couldn't move. He fell on his face and he said, my limbs wouldn't answer me. I couldn't move my body. The, and was, even for a great man who was ready for it, the experience was so powerful and so overpowering that the person was paralyzed with fear. Uh, it says it took time until his he just kind of came back there. Uh, that, that was the experience of Nebuah. A person who's experienced that, his Yerushalayim would be in a different league. We've lost that. Same so in the Adam. The, the verse to connect to Hashem. Well, if you can hear Hashem speaking to you, this, that again, it takes the idea of connection to a completely different level. And therefore he's saying that the idea of that's the before the Gazari says, but the idea of being able to, 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 to sense or to, to, to connect in a way which a person can relate to is way stronger than what a person can conceptualize. I'm just going to finish one last point. That's very interesting. The, the one place that Rizal talks about, we're talking about different levels of Rufus. So he talks about a level where the Nabim were massive. How, how, what, to what level of Rufus the Nabim were able to relate to. And it's not a very high level. Or the levels of Rufus, it's not a very high level. So the question is, Dariza talks about levels way, way, way higher than that. Way, way, way higher than that. And he talks about them and explains them and, and uh, describes them in detail to us. And that's, he's saying this is way, way higher than the Saga of the Navi. So what, he was greater than the Navi? Of course not. So what other what? The answer is Pasha. But the answer is Pasha. And that is, Dariza wasn't massive those levels. He understood them. He didn't experience them. And nobody experienced it. And therefore, the Arizal can talk about very high levels of Kabbalah, which are way, way above our understanding and our experience. 
But you can understand what happened with it. It's a conceptual idea. Whereas Novi was masik, he felt it. And if that's the case, the level that a person can feel and of ruchnis that a person can confront is much lower than the conceptual idea of what I can understand. Because understanding isn't, it doesn't have the same intensity as experience. And therefore, when a person is limited by experience, he's not limited in what he can understand. So you can discuss and you can understand. I'm sure that he also understood that there were higher levels too, but they were way beyond their variance to experience. And therefore, the, the experiential niveau was on a much, much lower level of ruchnis than the concepts we can talk about, because the concepts don't have the same impact on us as the real experience would. So, in just because a philosopher, anything about the things, therefore, we spoke about, what we can do, a philosopher, with whatever thoughts he has, is never going to come close to that. And he made it, therefore, the experience of niveau far, far surpasses philosophy or understanding. It's an experience rather than just a, a concept.